Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, welcome back to the show. Hour number two of the Hurricane Hotline. Canes will take on NC State Saturday night, 8 o'clock kickoff. We'll be on the air at 4 o'clock with countdown to kickoff. And uh, going to be a brisk night, be about in the mid-50s uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina. Virginia Tech will play Louisville. That's a big game inside the league. Joining us now, the voice of the Virginia Tech Hokies, Bill Roth. Don, we got Virginia Tech back on the schedule, except they have to come here next year. Bill, welcome to the show. And... Um, how about the uh, impact of Miami and Virginia Tech? I'm uh, reunited. Well, first of all, I'm delighted to be. I feel like I'm amongst <laughs> Kane's royalty tonight, with you and with Don, and talking football uh, with you guys uh, because you are legendary South Florida Canes. So thank you for the invite. You, you I know am how to delighted up. that uh, yeah. Well, it's true. I'm delighted that the ACC has elected to put Virginia Tech and Miami back on each other's schedules. I was very disappointed last year when, after all those years of playing every year and so many good games, they took us away from one another. And it's not the primary rival, clearly, for either school, right? For Virginia Tech, it's UVA, and the Canes have the Knowles and whomever, but they were always amazing games, and I'm glad that, uh, you know, who knows how long this new ACC schedule model will last. They've announced the seven-year plan, uh, but they had to do something with Stanford and Cal and SMU coming into the league, and so the Canes and Hokies are reunited as primary rivals. Uh, we'll hear from Don in, in a moment here. He's having uh, some issues hearing us. Um, Miami and Virginia Tech – Bill, the uh, the rivalry has been so significant, not only for the schools and when they were in the Big East, but uh, how about the television partners? Uh, we are in a time now where everything's revolving around TV, and Miami and Virginia Tech have always been a television winner. So I did some research on this because we did a podcast earlier today. So Virginia Tech and Miami played every year in college football from 1992 through 2022. It's 31 years. There were some great games, and the Canes remember their favorite moments, and Virginia Tech fans remember theirs. You know, I remember doing games at the Orange Bowl with Michael Vick 
and the place was rocking. And even before that, when Coach Schnellenberger was there, there were some great games. And you re- and, and Miami won some of them, and Tech won some. And you remember some great games in Blacksburg. Miami, Miami was number two, came to Lane with a 31-game winning streak and lost. Next time up, Virginia Tech was ranked fifth. And, and it was the Canes that won in Blacksburg. But here's the, here's the bottom line on this from a television standpoint. From 1992 to 2022, they played every year. Twelve times both of the teams were ranked at kickoff. Not one or the other, but both teams were ranked. Twenty-six times in those 31 years, the game was either on CBS, which was our network TV partner, as you know, back in the Big East, you'll recall, 26 times the game has either been on CBS, ABC, or ESPN. It dropped to the Big East Network twice. That's it. It dropped to ACC Network once. It dropped to an RSN once, which was last year. And once, in 1992, it was on Sunshine Network. So that was, you know, back in the embryonic days of the Big East, and there was not a lot of television and and whatnot. But 26 times it was on network television. And that tells you it's a draw, not just in Dade County and in the Commonwealth of Virginia, that people elsewhere will watch a Virginia Tech-Miami game, particularly if both teams are good. So I think from a television perspective, particularly in a league that has somewhat of a void of really uh, exciting television matchups among its membership right now mm-hmm. uh it, it's a game that has to be played that and i would say that to jim phillips i would say that to either athletic director i would say that to both head coaches that that yeah it may be a tough trip it's a very challenging game but for the health of the league we need to play great television games and and miami and virginia tech has always been good tv over 30 years mm-hmm. hey bill don bailey I'm, I'm back with you i hope you're doing well I am. Nice to talk with you, Don. <laughs> hey, um, I would tell you that another side of it is is that you, the conference needs another competitive team. And in the past, Virginia Tech w- was that team. I mean, when Joe and I were talking before you came on, it was a lot of the time uh, when back in the Big East days, that conference championship either went through Miami or or, or Virginia Tech. And I'm glad to see that they're coming back nationally how much will that help too if virginia tech is able to climb back up to where they were back in the day i think uh, virginia tech fans and miami fans are probably singing the same tune uh, we got to get back to the way it was uh, the, the hokies you know they've had a decent turnaround here but they're four and four uh, we'll see how they play Saturday at Louisville. Coach Brent Pry has done a really nice job recruiting. They did a great job in the transfer portal. You know, the Hokies this year, guys, have scored 23 touchdowns. All 23 have been scored by players acquired in the portal. So that oh shows God. you that they've done a nice job in the in the skill position getting kids to come to Virginia Tech. But you're right. For the, for the ACC to thrive as it wants to, guys, uh, you know, you know, the SEC has such depth, and there's so many great games week after week, hour after hour. And with Oklahoma and Texas coming, it's going to even increase, right? There's going to be so many compelling games. And I, 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 I would like to see the ACC where you have the Knolls and the Canes and the Hokies and Clemson and, and maybe Carolina, whomever. Let's have five teams in the top 15 
every year. And and what happens then, your league is great. You've got these amazing rivalries. You get two teams in the playoffs. The playoff money is going to be absolutely incredible. Now, how the ACC shares its revenue is the – it's a billion-dollar question now, right? But we need ACC football to be like the way ACC basketball was. You know, Joe, do you remember in 2014 – in 2014, so nine years ago, the ACC, Notre Dame won the regular season, UVA won the tournament, and Duke won the national championship. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, you, you had three different college basketball teams in the top five. We need to get that way in football. They need to get that way in football. And, and also, um, these great matchups, if they have more great matchups, they need to, um, how do I say this? You know, the recruits, we, we, we talk about recruiting a lot down here. And it's almost easy to recruit against some of the ACC when you have some of those bland games that are being played in front of nobody. And, you know, they could probably accuse Miami a little bit. That's kind of a, a running joke about, um, you know, Hard Rock Stadium and, and the fan support. But um, when the University of Miami is good, uh, this town is on fire for the University of Miami. So... Uh, the more better matchups I think the league can get um, and more better teams, more fans, that's going to lead you to, I think, better recruiting as well. And uh, recruiting, I imagine, Bill, was the lifeblood of Frank Beamer, especially in that uh, in the state of Virginia. Absolutely was. And, you know, I don't buy the fact – I don't buy the whole argument that Miami fans don't care. And, and that's and – I'll, and I'll, you know, even – if a Florida State fan would say that, I'd say, no, that's not true because I've been at Hard Rock for a Virginia Tech-Miami game and it was packed. And I've been, remember the old Orange Bowl radio booth that, <laughs> yeah. would, that would hang from the the hang from the, the deck, upper deck? And I, I remember, I mean, this this is a while back, but but you couldn't get in. And, and I remember the damn thing would sway. And I remember your, your predecessor, Sonny, I'd be standing next to Sonny like, are we going to fall? <laughs> there's so many people here are we going to fall in the, the, the booth going to come down and uh, I, I have such great respect for what well what coach Schnellenberger did and, and, and coach Johnson and coach Erickson and that brought out the best in Virginia Tech you know having great teams in in your league brings out the best in everybody else and I yep. think the success that the program had down in Miami it, it helped coach Beamer it, and and you know he recruited some kids you know, from, from David Clowney to Brandon Flowers, there, there was a lot of Broward and Palm Beach County kids playing for Tech as well. And I think they want to play against the best. And, and so, you know, look, Virginia Tech's going to try like heck to beat Miami. Don't get me wrong. And, uh, and Miami's going to try like heck to win them all too. But you want to have really good teams in your league that, that, that are in the playoff and you're sharing that revenue and you're playing the primetime game or – you know, we've got this contract with, with ABC and ESPN, and, and I hear people complain, well, it's not, as, it's not enough money, and blah, blah, blah. We need to do our part as, as, as the members in the league to, to rip off 11 or 12 wins like we did back in the day every year. When you, when you look at this conference, <clears throat> I should say the new conference, <laughs> Coach Cristobal's comment, which I totally agree with, is it, it just opens up the recruiting grounds for Miami, but at the same time, it opens up recruiting, if, you, if you're doing it right, for, for everybody in the conference, adding uh, the West Coast teams and the opportunity to go out there. Now, he has firsthand knowledge from having a successful program at Oregon, but what are your, what are your thoughts about the 
it actually helping recruiting and making the ACC a uh, have them have the ability to recruit the entire United States uh, from coast to coast? I don't know. That's a great question. And I think every coach will have to sit down and and look at it because, you know, Miami has always been more of a national program recruiting. I don't know that Virginia Tech or, or, or NC State or Carolina has the has the juice to go into Northern California and, and, and get a kid or go to L.A. and get a kid. Um, you know, my, you know, Florida State, Miami, maybe. I, I don't know. Uh I think for Virginia Tech, they have to recruit their own backyard, which is the Commonwealth of Virginia, and and dabble in within their footprint. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know. I mean, I think it'd be really cool to see a quarterback from the West Coast in the ACC. We've had some of that, but I I don't know. I think that what it, what it's going to do, guys, it's going to open up the, that that late night window. So I think that you know the seven o'clock Pacific Coast game on Friday and Saturday nights is going to be neat. Like. The Hokies play Stanford next year. I, I, you know that that game's going to kick at seven. It's going to be the late doubleheader, right? And, and the Canes are going to have one of those too, right? <laughs> You're we play be Cal. At Stanford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 the game's going to kick at six o'clock, seven o'clock in Berkeley, and it's going to be the second game of a great Ooh. doubleheader that you do really well on television. Uh, the rankings, by the way, the college football rankings are coming out. Uh, Bill, I'll toss it to you first, and Don can jump in on this all. Also, probably the four teams aren't a surprise. Maybe the order is Ohio State, number one, Georgia, number two, Michigan, number three, and Florida State has that number four slot. And Bill, you already saw Florida State, and Miami gets Florida State next week. Jordan Travis is legit. They've done a really nice job with their offensive line. They're physical. I know you guys know that. You know, Keon Coleman has turned out to be a, just an elite receiver. Johnny Wilson, the other, the big six-seven kid, got hurt in the Virginia Tech game. Uh, when he's at 100%, they've got such really, really – it reminds me of the old Knowles teams, you know, where, like, you'd watch them warm up and it's like, my goodness, is everybody six-foot-four and bigger? <laughs> you know, like, they were, they were just so big. And, and defensively, they're solid too. So uh, we need the Canes and the Knowles to, to get back to that rivalry too, right, where, where they're – they're, they're playing in the top five every year. What um, do you think? Do you think it's fair for, for all the teams to look at? You know, Miami has struggled the last few years. And then you go and you look at Virginia Tech has had their struggles, too. Nobody struggled more three and four years ago than Florida State. And they've yeah. they've been patient. The Florida State as patient as they can be. The Florida State fan base has been as patient as they can be. And. And look at them now. We're we're heading into November, and they're a playoff team as we speak. Is that a lesson for everybody in college football to be learned when there's a coaching change? You've got to be a little patient. You've got to be understanding. I know it's so funny. I was. I mean, hey, your AD Dan Radakovich could probably you know tell some Dabo stories and, and perspective after what happened on his radio show this week. You know, I think and Joe and I have talked about this. Don, you too. Like we've talked about this for like twenty years that that coaches like like Coach Schnellenberger and Bobby Bowden and Frank Beamer and, and Tom Osborne at Nebraska, right? They yeah. made it look so easy. Like, you'll always win at Nebraska. And you'll, you'll always win. At, it's just Nebraska. You're automatically going to win. Well, the, all those dudes were like Hall of Fame coaches, and they really knew what they were doing. And if you look at the coaching staff, look at the coaching staff of the Canes in the 90s and the early 2000s. Look at the coaching staff at Tallahassee. Those were great, great coaches. And 
it just looked easy, right? They made it look easy. But guys, it, it, it wasn't easy. Like, like Mickey Andrews is one of the most legendary coaches ever. He stayed with Bobby Bowden that whole time. Bud Foster, same thing. He stayed forever, and they made it look easy. And then when the head guy retired, none of those programs were able to keep keep it going. And you're you're right. It, you don't, as a fan, look at it that way, right? You can't have the thirty year window. But you know, Florida State has got it back, and we need more teams in our league to get it back to the way it was. Hey, Bill, you got a big game this weekend. Listen, you could, Virginia Tech could get into the championship game here. You know, one of two teams with one loss. Uh, six teams are behind Virginia Tech and Louisville with two losses. Uh, Louisville plays much better at home. I don't know why, but um, what, what, what are some of your uh, keys to that game? Boy, they're playing great. They're, they're, they've, got, uh, they've got a lot of skill. You know, Coach Brom who's one of their hometown guys, legendary high school and, and collegiate player from Louisville, came back uh, from Purdue, and they're 7-1. and one. They're ranked 15th. They're in the top 15 in defense. Uh, they've got a – Jordan is just an amazing running back. You know, but they've, done, they've lived in the portal too, right? Their tailbacks transferred from Syracuse. They're starting quarterback. Trans, he was starting for Cal last year. You know, Plummer started 12 games for Cal, and, and, and they're, they're kind of experienced guys. But you're right, they've got an underrated home field at Louisville. They showed it. They, they beat Notre Dame, and, and then they went on the road to Pitt and laid an egg. And, and that's their lone defeat. But uh, they're going to be a handful for anybody, particularly uh, at, at Louisville. Well, Kane's got North Carolina State. Uh, last thing for you uh, before we uh, move on. Uh, the overall, um, I guess maybe Virginia Tech's thoughts on, you know, Cal, Cal and Stanford and SMU, and maybe your thoughts on give us the perspective of of this expansion, and is it going to be enough to hold it together? Ooh, I don't know, I don't know. That's a question for uh, your AD and your president, and for the AD and presidents at other schools. The uh, the financial disparity is going to be growing. Everyone knows that. But you don't need $75 million to win the ACC. And, and the other thing is, you know, you're going to have 17 teams, 18 teams, right, in the Big Ten. Yep. You know, someone's going to be finishing 18th, 17th, and 16th in that league making $70 million. I mean, <laughs> the, we don't, you know, at Virginia Tech, we don't have to go win the Big Ten, right, to make the playoff. We don't have to beat Michigan and Ohio State and – uh, who else is in that East? Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. Rutgers. Right? I mean, well, if, yeah, exactly. But my point is is that we don't have to win that division to make the playoff. We have to win the ACC. And and, and I think, and I hope, like I, I like our league. I like our league. And I know that, that Clemson and FSU, maybe even some Miami fans don't. But I like our league, and I like – I think we at Virginia Tech, and I can't speak for the coach, but I, I, I just think – from Virginia Tech's perspective, it's a lot easier to make that college football playoff in our league as opposed to the Big Tens or the SEC's road. And I, I think it's a good place for us. Um, uh, and, and the money is going to be incredible. And the, and the, and the ACC is going to have an access. And as long as we have access to the playoff, uh, I, I think it's a good place for, for Virginia Tech to be. And we've got rivals. I mean, unlike the Canes, I mean, we, we've got a lot of day trips. The, the three schools in the Carolinas, 
the four schools in the Carolinas plus UVA, they're down and back. And so we've got four schools in our league within a couple of hour drive. And, and that helps logistically with rivalries for all those Olympic sports. So I understand every school's situation is different. But, but from, from a playoff access standpoint, uh, I think it's a good spot for Tech. And I think it's a good spot for the Knowles. I think it's a good spot for Clemson, too. And for the Canes. I mean, I think that you want to get to the college football playoff and the, and the ACC is going to start awarding revenue based upon your success. And you're going to get to keep more of that college football playoff money. You, you want to make the playoff. That's what it's going to be about. It's going to be an expanded playoff. It's not just the four teams like they announced tonight. Yeah. It's going to be a, a, a 12, and it's, it's going to be over a billion dollars a year divvied out. And, and, the, and the league is going to reward people that make it. And so I think that the focus has to be on, on at least for us, is, is we've got to get to the point where we can at least contend to win this league. Because if you win this league, you're in the playoff. Well, 12 go next year. Hey, how's Burnup doing? How many games in a row has he done now? My color well, we, guy, the the, uh, the uh, Don yeah. Bailey Jr. of Virginia yeah. Tech, has done 503 consecutive games. Woo! 503. I got to catch him. I got to yeah. catch him. <laughs> He's got us beat by about 100 right now. That's all right. I want to get Joe. some Don Bailey Jr. I want to get some flooring in the radio booth at Lane Stadium. <laughs> Don, can you? Can, no. You guys <laughs> deliver to Virginia? If you come to us, we go to you. It's that simple. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great I am slogan. so glad hey seriously I love it I love it I'm so thank you guys for having me on I, I'm really glad that Virginia Tech and Miami are going to play every year and uh, you know I, I want the Kane fans to hate the Hokies because we're good yeah and, and, and I want I want the Virginia Tech fans to hate you guys because you're always ranked in the top three again and and we need that in our league. And, you know, it's it, just like Duke and Carolina in basketball that hate each other. But, guys, they need each other. They, they need each other to be good. And they deliver, and it, it's huge on television. It helps recruiting. And uh, I, I want to get back to the way it was where, where you guys loathed, loathed the Hokies yeah. <laughs> and Orange and Maroon. Yeah, we had, we had a, a good one a couple years ago when Coach Richt was here. A uh, hell of a crowd at the stadium, and that was a big game. And, uh, that's the way it should be. At any rate, um, best of luck on Saturday against Louisville. Thank you, guys. Right. Have, have, a good, send, have a good game then, with this week, too. Then send me your notes on Louisville so I can cheat. Deal. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> we got we to gotta talk about Williamson, Buick, GMC, and then Don and I will talk about the playoff, and Orlando Franklin also will join us. I want to talk to you about Williamson Buick GMC, get the most out of the South Florida lifestyle in a new Buick or a GMC. Well, it's Halloween, and after Halloween, it's just a blur to Christmas. So during that blur, perhaps you're going to consider a new Buick or a new GMC. They are going to be arriving every single day at Williamson. They're in time for the holidays. How about a Yukon? Plenty of room for the entire family. The new Yukon allows you to ride in style and comfort while making a bold statement wherever you go. You want to cover work and play? How about the GMC Canyon or the Sierra? These trucks feature bold styling, the latest technology, all with the toughness to get the job done. And you know what? If you're driving in South Florida, you, you got to have some toughness. How about uh, to get your new Buick or your GMC? 
Before the holidays, visit Williamson's beautiful facility, easy to find on US-1 and 104th Street just south of the Palmetto or online at WilliamsonAutomotiveGroup.com. Tonight's Halloween, tomorrow we wake up, and it's a drag race to Christmas. So get the most out of the South Florida lifestyle and experience car buying like never before at Miami's premier luxury dealership, Williamson Buick GMC. Williamson is Miami. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.